Denzel. Yes, yes. I hope my name do that to women one day. Before they get in your business, be in charge of your business. Own it cause it's your business. Your business, business. Handle all of your business. Value all of your business. You say your money, your business. My business. What's up, everybody? We have reached the pinnacle of March. We are all the way in the madness. We are here, and this episode is going to talk about it. But the month of March has a lot of pressure every single year. We ask March to do the unthinkable every single year. And every single year, it does exactly that. I'm going to talk a little bit more about all the madness of March, but we're going to have a whole conversation. And it was trending on Twitter, and y'all know I like to bring my timeline to the podcast. So we're going to do our final four version, and that's of Denzel's, I just say, best movies, hits. We go blow for blow. And I also have a conversation with Angel McCautry about our final four experiences. Let's get it. Today is March 30th. That's if you're listening to our podcast on the first day, which you should be. But in case you listen to it late, today is March 30th. And two days ago was March 28th, which was my baby Serena Grace's birthday. Now, I'm so excited about this episode, but really listen tomorrow. I have a conversation with Angel McCautry, but we literally talk about the moment I saw and the moment I met Serena. It's a wild story. Crazy, just listen to it tomorrow, but Serena Grace. So I want to talk about my wife, which is going to be awkward because now she's listening here because she's also the producer of this show. But I'm talking about my wife because it's the craziest feeling seeing a human that you live with every day have like the talent of singing. You know, like we all think that we can sing because, you know, we get in the shower. I just asked Roy the other day, could he sing? And he's like, yeah, you know, a little bit, whatever, whatever. We all can sing a little bit. But Serena can sing a lot of bit, and it's crazy to have a voice like that. And she sings around the house, but she doesn't sing around the house. Like, for instance, if I could sing the way Serena could sing, y'all would be sick of me. Every podcast, I'm singing everything. Like, I'm look, it's our anniversary. I would, I'm singing everything every time. Every time we would play song games all the time. Like, I'm saying for somebody like me. But Serena has this amazing, beautiful voice, and she doesn't abuse it. I'll just say that. However, she does use it because on her birthday, March 28th, there was a Hawks game, and it was Hispanic Heritage Night. And guess who sang the national anthem? You know, that's right. That's my baby. Listen to it a little bit right quick. bit because she doesn't like when I do that stuff. So sorry, baby. Had to do it. Want to show you love. But yes. So Hispanic Heritage Night. It's ironic because just four years ago, 
on Hispanic Heritage Night is when I met my wife, Serena. Again, listen to the conversation with Angel McCautry tomorrow. It's going to be crazy. I love you, baby. Happy birthday. Okay, okay, enough with the mushy stuff. On to some sports. And boy, the sports are sporting. And I mean, like, not even just in March Madness. I'm talking about in the NBA, on the Western Conference. What's going on? I'm going to get into a little bit of everything right now. So let's start with the NCAA. Shouts to Angel Reese. 32 double-doubles, which sets an SEC record for most double-doubles in a single season. By the way, girl, you were trending on Twitter. And no, it wasn't for being NBA Youngboy's girlfriend, which she said she's not. A lot of players were trending on Twitter in the women's space, which tells you that people are watching the games, people are enjoying the games. Shouts to Caitlin Clark, a 40-piece nugget, triple-double, ooh-wee. Like, I'm just, women are doing things. And I believe Caitlin Clark is the only human to do it men or women's side. So just throwing that out there, sports is sporting. And let's flip over to the men's side because last year, if you guys remember, the final four was Kansas, Villanova, Duke, and UNC. If that ain't the most blue blood of blue bloods final four, if I've ever seen one, just for this year, this is how when they say the pendulum or whatever that word is, I don't really know, but they say it always swings. I know that's the part. And it does because we went from last year's Final Four to this year's Final Four, Florida Atlantic University, FAU, San Diego State, SDSU, Miami, what? And then UConn, Huskies. I'm just saying there were 37 humans that predicted this outcome. 37 whole humans in the entire nation predicted this outcome first of all shouts to you guys who does that like how did you do that how did you fau sdsu miami you how did you do that i mean i picked uconn to win it all but that's kind of obvious because i picked them on the men and women's side by the way uconn has done that before in 2004 and 2014 one on the men and women's side but i digress it's really crazy i want to keep going on with that because this final four doesn't feature a single consensus top 30 recruit So basically, like, you know, the players that are ranked in the top 30, the highest rated prospects right now, number 37, Donovan Klingon, UConn, number 47, Samson Johnson, UConn, number 48, Jordan Hawkins, UConn, number 50, Andre Jackson, UConn, number 56, Harlan Beverly, Miami, like these are the top recruits that are in the final four. There's not even a true freshman in this year's men's final four. Talk about madness. This is what I mean by madness. And then let's just go to the NBA because March is is still the month for the NBA. So March Madness still continues. Just on the NBA side, teams 4 through 12 in the Western Conference with about 5 to 8 games left, give or take, depending on the team, you could slide from either the 4th or 5th place position all the way to 12th if you win a couple games or lose a couple games. Like, think about that. We have never, and I know with the new system of the playing games, this is exactly what the NBA wanted. These last five to eight games in the NBA, players got to play. We saw LeBron return. Players have to play because you have to, anything could happen at this point. 
We're seeing, you know, a lot of news stories around teams like the Dallas Mavs because Luka's not looking himself and Kyrie's kicking fans out of the stadium and the arena. And it's a lot of energy in the NBA right now during this stretch because if your team's 5 through 12 or 4 through 12, anything could happen. This is why I love sports. a dope conversation I have with Angel McCautry. We talk about our senior year playing against each other in the championship game. But in true Final Four fashion, basically we're doing the Final Fours of topics. And we're going to bounce around to four different topics because, hello, four for the Final Four. And we're starting with Denzel. Denzel. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. yes. I was like, a topic I actually could talk about. I saw this it's was cool. actually going around Twitter. People were talking it's about this stuff for some reason. It's definitely going around one Twitter. Day do that to women one day. One name basis to it that I didn't even get to yeah. his last name. Mm. No, I, look, I just call him Zale. Mm. Okay. Okay. Juju, to that know. point, everybody be asking, who is Juju at the Atlanta Dream Game? So who is Man, that? This is, is this is a fact. I have witnessed it. I've been to a couple. I've witnessed. Let me be, let me be the a little stairs. Cousin. The homeboys. <laughs> so y'all finished? Y'all done? Back to Denzel? Okay. So back to Denzel, Washington. You're right, babe. There was a lot of conversations going on online where people were basically when you start to think about how many movies Denzel has done, he's done so many that people are arguing about what his top four movies are. So I thought that would be interesting because obviously it's opinion based when somebody like Denzel acts in movies. Clearly it touches people, but we're going to pick <laughs> our final four of Denzel movies because Hardest I just thing. think that like it's crazy that it's hard to narrow like think about how good you got to be to narrow it down so I'll start so I'm gonna pick my number one seed <laughs> Ooh, yeah, my number rough. one seed for <laughs> Denzel movies alright I'm going with whew, training day oh Ooh, that's a good okay, one that's a good okay. one I just feel like people quote it all the time. I see the meme still flying around on a normal basis. So not only was it an amazing movie when it came out, I know Denzel, why Denzel had to be crooked before he took it. I understand that too, but the movie is so good. It's still relevant to this day. I'm going with with Training Day number one seed. What y'all got? Uh, Training Day, it did show him in another light, but he still had that charisma regardless. Even if he was yes. bad, he still Always. had charisma. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yes. I'll go yes. into yes. mine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, charisma. Uh, my, one of my favorites is uh, Training, I mean, try not Training Day, Man on Fire, I'm sorry. That's the one with Dakota Fanning? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She was swimming yeah. in the pool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That one was good. I like that one. Cole, yeah. who you got? Who you got? Malcolm X. Yeah. Oh. Cole. Cool. Yeah. Malcolm yeah. X. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yes. Sheesh. Yes. He's that was dripping my it. One. He just drips it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Cole and I got the got the same number one pick because that was my number one pick. Oh, yes. 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 Okay, okay, okay. So my runner-up, uh, shoot, 
Okay, I'm a Spike Lee fan, so I gotta go where he got game. Nice. Oh, yes. Spike Lee. Yes. I, I love Spike Lee. That's that's my that's favorite. Good. Okay, yes. so Juju, what you that got? That backfired. That backfired because I was gonna say that. So. <laughs> 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 so now I think I'm gonna go with Mo Better Blues. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. Okay. 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 Glory. This is to inform you that the league has fined you $2,500 that oh will be deducted God. from your check. We should get like Monopoly money or something. <laughs> <laughs> the number two. All right, we're going for round two. My pick. Remember the Titans, baby. Wow. Everywhere we go. People, <laughs> people want to know. Love. People want to know. Yes, sir. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Where we going? Where we going, Snook? I'm going with the Mighty Quinn. That's back in 1989. Wow. Yes, I like the Mighty Quinn. That was one of my mighty Quinn. Mighty Quinn. I don't know if I should say this out loud. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I'm me either. Me I'm going to just keep it 100 back. He was very young then. He was young, young. He was young, young. This is turning into a thirst fest. She said, the <laughs> mighty queen. But they do the only person you and this the only people seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I seen it about 15, of 20 times. You saw it, we watched it with Snook. <laughs> It has Shirley Ralph in there. Oh, okay. What's your second round, Cole? Yeah, so my second round was, uh, he was a gangster, so I'll say American Gangster was my Ooh, second yeah. one. My yeah. trade yeah. day, That's I was like, American one. Gangster. I like mm-hmm. that one. That was mine. That yes. was my pick. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, so who, who's next? We're going to keep the same order. Was it you, babe, next? I think so. Okay, so I don't know if anybody liked this movie as much as I did, but I like John Q. I really oh, liked that movie. Liked it. it was too sad for me. I it was, just, it was sad. It was sad. It, 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 it ended well, but he's still, my baby still ended up in jail. Yes. So I would, I, that was kind of sad for me. <laughs> it, it was yeah. it was very sad, but I thought it was a good movie. That's it a, was. Yeah, it was. that's a sleeper. That's a sleeper pick. Juju? I'm going to go with Out of Time. Oh, oh that's yes. good. Go with Eva Mendez. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, salute yes. to Eva Mendez. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I see you, sis. Uh, oh, my goodness. Roy, what you got? Philadelphia. Oh, oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. So I don't think we're going to hit and miss on good. these. I just don't think we're going to hit and miss on these. Actually, the I don't know. we're still going. Well, it's crazy. Since Renee then went to see Scream over the weekend or whatever, the horror movie, I liked him in The Bone Collector. Uh, Is it George? Yes. That one Wait a good. minute. Wait a minute. This email is to inform you that the league has yep. fined you two thousand five hundred dollars. It will be deducted oh out of your check. Yep, the West Virginia Snooks. be right back with rounds three and four if you think we've named all the movies you're wrong be right back this podcast is sponsored by ramp 
Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. at the top snook what did you say what was you saying the bone collector i would like my number three pick to be the bone collector baby let's go baby look snook pick another one then oh my god are you serious you like the bone collector <laughs> oh yeah i like to play a little game and figure out who oh, committed what? a crime <laughs> okay okay she okay. knows which one it is Okay, you want me to go now? Yes, your turn. <laughs> okay, well, why don't we try some fences since that's a little Oh, that was going to be mine. Yes. Viola Davis, right? Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, okay, okay. Cole, what you got? Okay, so I like the taking of Pelham 123. Uh, okay. I like that one. Okay. That's your number 16 pick or something. That's like that. I don't you know, know if that's a number three. Oh, well, that's yeah, a, it is. It's pretty down the list. Yeah, that's it's pretty down be. the list because y'all done snatched up all the ones that <laughs> I was going to say. So I had to go deep into. Look at her. She hot. And his name is Denzel, by the way. It's not Denzel, it's Denzel. Uh, Denzel. Oh, oh, excuse me, he, Denzel. He liked, he liked my variation. Denzel. Yeah, his name is Listen, Denzel. <laughs> whatever. He he gonna take all the thirst. I'm just saying. He done made a killing off of being Denzel. So no, Denzel, been I'm sorry. To his wife, what forty years? Just about as long as it married to my husband. He he ain't looking nowhere else. And I love that. And we love that for him. Who you got, babe? I got the Equalizer. They got a whole show made out Ooh, of it. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And that boy, the Equalizer, he hit you with a choke move like this, and barely move, and you didn't fall out. <laughs> you know what? But you know what? Uh, Denzel always did a good job when he portrayed someone else because he Snook, always made I know it you're so not about believable. To say I'm not going to say anything. I'm just saying you. that a lot of his roles were he was playing someone. He was, you know, a reliving or a revamping someone's life, and he always made them so believable. That's, That's true. That's what I was going to say. That's like, true. You know, every role a he lot plays, of movies I believe he, every I single believe he was role. Malcolm X. I mean, you know, whenever he mm -hmm. played something, he made it so believable. That's yes, he true. Did. And that's hard to be a Malcolm X when we know who Malcolm X is so much and then you play a character and now we associate you with oh, Malcolm X. Whoa. That is crazy. Juju, who you got? Look, I don't want to be the person who say something about Denzel. 
but <laughs> you better he watch always it. <laughs> plays a powerful man. I just say that. I ain't never I seen love it. As a, you feel it? And that's how I'm I gonna love say. it. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, how uh, Serena say he got a TV show out of that last Equalizer. Uh-huh. The Inside Man, the Inside Man. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, that's that's a good. TV show. Okay. Spike Lee. Hell yeah, that was Spike a good one. Yes, okay. Spike Lee. Roy, you got We're the hardest deep spot. In the vault you got the hardest spot, but what, what you got? Hey, hard trips and tides. <laughs> oh, oh, Yes. Well, I was just saying, I thought you had the hardest spot because you're the last one to choose in every round, but he's like, I does this. It's nothing. <laughs> so we going into our final oh, round. He's a journalist. He he's got a real I journalist. I one of the movies Man. where he won an Oscar. You guys let that slide, and I've I think it was nominated for that one in Christian time. Excuse me. I'm going for the classics that you put in the mind. I was going for the ones that I remember right away that I would watch right now on any given day. I want to watch this movie. So our final four, the fourth round of our final four for Denzel's I guess this is the Denzel discography at this point because, I mean, the man got movies. We going round for round and each time somebody says something, it's a good, it's a hit. I'm going with the Manchurian Candidate. Mm. Yes. I think that's, that's just, you know what I'm saying? That's a good movie. That was movie. a good one. That's a yeah. good movie. Like I said, it's not a movie. bad one. All right? Bad There's one. no bad options at this point. It's a good movie. Snook. Snook's okay. book looks like she's, uh-oh. So I'm going, since I've made the statement that he always portrays people and it's believable, I'm going with, and I think Paul should have chimed in with this one, The Hurricane. Ah, okay. okay. I'm you didn't go with the preacher's wife. The only oh, one no. who could ever reach me. Hey, that's my no. song, baby. Was the son of a preacher, man. Yeah, hey, yeah. That's my yeah. song. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. So <laughs> I, I think my my final one is I think was really good was the Book of Eli. So okay. I take the Book choice. of Eli. Mm-hmm. That was a choice. good one. That I like to. That was too futuristic for me. What do you mean? He, they were saving a Bible. What are you talking it about? Too futuristic. <laughs> 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 saving the Bible. The book I mean, of Eli walk about- into a dusty ass saloon and get beside you and choke your neck like this and you fall out. <laughs> and he was blind. Yes, I loved it. I loved it. Oh that my was God. Me. All right, what you got, babe? What you got? Okay, I don't know if I'm getting the, the title right, but is it The Magnificent Seven? The Magnificent Seven? Oh, Mag- oh, yeah. oh, that was, oh, that was a good one. Oh, Magnificent Seven. Yeah. yeah, that was yes. different because, you know, the Western ab- yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked good on a horse, that. too. Yes. <laughs> he could ride. He looked good on a horse. He looked good on a horse, too. We're a family show. Oh, Juju, save us. What do you Leave that out, Danny. I'm going to go Deja Vu. Just because Deja I Vu was a good one. one time. Yeah. That was one that I was thinking about, too. Yeah. That's a good one, too. That was one that I was thinking about, too. Roy, what you making that noise for? What happened? Flight. Oh, I, yes. Flight was good, Flight. too. Yeah. Dang, Denzel got... Drunk. Denzel is a <laughs> He looked good drunk, too. He looked good drunk, too. <laughs> 
and the charisma did. He never, good I drunk. said the charisma never leaves. It didn't. He was drunk. Crazy. He was infected with the devil. He was blind. <laughs> he ride a horse. He did about everything he wanted to do, and he looked good doing all of them. Yeah. She oh. know the wife still looking good. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Gosh. So, listen, that's our final four of Denzel's, I guess, movies to mention because they're all just, when we yes. talk about movie stars, Denzel Washington is the epitome of a movie star. Jamel Hill asked, was Tom Cruise the biggest movie star of our lifetime? It is Denzel Washington. And I know she actually went on and changed it and said, I meant to say, who's the biggest movie star? And yes, it's my man, Denzel. Denzel. (laughs) Best actor of all time. Tell Denzel to hit us back up. (laughs) At him, because if he ever (laughs) respond... I will be a classic meme forever. I will fall out the floor. So, so I have a question. So, who is following in Denzel's footsteps? Ooh. I'm not even answering there this question. Y'all go ahead and do this. I ain't Ooh, even wow. Wow. Peace out. Okay. Peace out. I, I'm thinking Michael B. Jordan. No, no, no. That's goofy. No, no, no. Well, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking just because the women go crazy over him. He's a huge star. You know, he has that effect. Michael B. Jordan in the Trey Songs lane. Like, yeah, <laughs> they go crazy over <laughs> no. him. But we talking about cool and charisma. And we mean music Trey songs because we know Trey songs is a nightmare in real life. We don't fool with Trey songs, but music Trey songs. Okay. I mean, that's a tough question because I would say, was Will Smith following in Denzel's shoes would maybe be my guess? He was until he kept his pimp uh, hands strong. But does that still change no. the movies that we yeah. can name that didn't? No, that Will it does Smith not. Did good? It does not I'm take away. Saying, my guess would be Will Smith. I like I that mean, one. I don't I know, like but that's, that's a lot to say about my man's Denzel that that's why some not even there will never be another. There will never be another. So Juju and Colton, there will never be another. And you know who Denzel followed in the footsteps Sydney of Sydney Poitier, Sydney Poitier, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. I'm about to say Billy D. Williams. So there will never be another Sydney Poitier. Yeah, yeah. So there will never be another one of those great actors. Never be another Billy D. Ever. Yeah. Billy D. and Sydney. I mean, they were. They were. They were. I mean, they were. They were. And that's why I said same thing about Denzel. It's like. Like, whatever we say is not going to be. Will Smith's going to be the one of his time, probably for younger generations. But after he slaps somebody, we'll be. It'll be a while before we see him in another. I would say iconic yeah. role. I mean, for a while. the only other person I could think of that's making some noise, but it's not like. Hear me out. It's Franklin from Snowfall. Oh, Damson Idris. Damson Idris. I see him having the potential because right now he's building like he he's not like uh, Denzel who he went straight to the box office and hits after hits. But I feel like when Damson is finished with his career, we'll be able to go through and name a lot of bangers that we mess with that Damson was involved in. Like Snowfall right now to me, I know everybody's comparing it to The Wire and I'm not saying you should, but for the fact that he's on a show and he's the lead that is a show like Snowfall, boom, that's a hit. I'm just saying Swarm is going to be a cult clap. Swarm, that the devil is a liar. Swarm <laughs> is going to be a cult classic. 
no matter no matter whether yeah. you liked it or not that's the one with chloe bailey yeah but we're talking about denzel washington and the next one Denzel being in swarm is not fire for his career at all okay so <laughs> and you mean because of the scene because of the show the scene his accent what? his like, everything is mm, whack okay. in that show know. like the storyline <laughs> oh the like gosh. every episode of that show gets whacker and whacker and salute to everybody involved i hope y'all get y'all money but it's like bro i'm gonna keep it real that show was whack to me like i couldn't follow so, and you I saw watched the whole, the whole thing? thing the whole wow. thing so we watched the whole thing too it's it called was, a psychological it was thriller it was so, weird i'm not gonna lie so in the you have to remember what category it's in it's called a bro, psychological I watch all the white people tv shows so i know <laughs> I'm, I'm deep i know what's supposed to be going on but it's like bro come on now I mean, oh it was it God. was definitely like it was weird in in a in a Donald Glover kind of way, like Atlanta kind of had like a little bit of okay. those same elements. That's what I was, yeah. that's what was I'm trying to say. Too. That's the category. Which was, that's was goofy too, say. bro. When they went to England overseas, that was the goofiest season in the world. Okay, yeah, so I mean, here's have, my we thing. We couldn't get through that. Season. Here's here's why I have a problem with this comparison because. Denzel did not do TV shows. Yes, he did. Which one did he do? Saint Elsewhere. Oh, 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 oh! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He did do Saint Elsewhere. He did it Saint Elsewhere, which was like the standard. Let's break them in. Let's get into acting. I mean, that's like ER. That's like all the shows that we have now. But for it to be like we were talking about, like box office hits, unless this man start making hit after hit year after year for the next like 10, 15 years. It's gonna take him more than just being I think on. He, I mean, but, but that's what Renee I, is, that's is what, saying. That's like a literally young the point I was trying kinda, to make. Yeah. I said right now, I think that he is at point A. Like he just starting out. We're hearing his name. Show. Women are starting to thirst after him. I'm only saying that because I think that that's a factor in becoming a star. I'm sorry. Okay, but yeah, no, you're right. I, you're I right. That that's is a, a big factor. factor. So it. I think he that he juice. already has that that yes. thing checked. Women have already started doing that. I don't want anybody to think I was thirsting after Denzel now. Okay, oh, Snoop was not thirsting after well, Denzel. <laughs> you too classy, Snoop. <laughs> classy, never trashy. All right, so right. what I was saying, Cole, is that I think that he's just starting out. While I don't think he has any of those hits that Denzel has, I feel like he's going to get the opportunity to be on some stuff because I hear his name is just starting to be more and more. He's he's just starting to be in that category is what it feels like to me, but he's not nowhere there. I think he's just starting, but I want to see in 15, 20 years if we could go through and, and see if he has a bunch of stuff that we think are, is dope. So that's all I like to that point. I don't know if there's another Denzel because everybody's so unique, though. I just be saying, Definitely. like, I don't be yeah. thinking there think needs that's to the be. Closest person. Yeah. You think you think Damson over Michael B. Jordan? You said what? Who? I consider Michael B. Jordan the child star to me because I watched The Wire when it was happening. So he's still wireless in my eyes. That stuff took off like Corey Feldman or like one of the child stars that's still doing it. Uh, Christian Bale, the Batman. He started mm-hmm. off as a, a mm-hmm. child actor in, in England doing uh, Empire of the Sun. Empire of the Sun whenever the war for him. And so and he still is fire. I think Michael B. Jordan like that. He just, he gonna be a test of time. Always got everything it takes. But damn son, he coming in with the cool, you feel me? Strictly cool and his roles mm-hmm. that he playing most serious like Denzel. I think you're right about that, sis. I just, I that's what I said. So we'll he's see. He's coming in with the drip. <laughs> <laughs> What about Daniel Kaluuya or Lakeith Stanfield? Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, Lakeith maybe, Stanfield? Maybe. Yeah. He goofy. Okay. 
When <laughs> Juju said he gotta have the personality to match, like not Denzel. Uh, I mean, Denzel but listen to how y'all talked about Denzel. Yeah, because it's like there's yes. it's not just the movies, it's not just the roles. Like Cole literally said Denzel looks good on a horse. Denzel looks good as as a cheating husband. <laughs> he looks good getting beat up. Let me tell you, I'm gonna tell you another one that's in that category <laughs> that we're not saying that look good in anything that he's been. He's been an alien, he's been everywhere. That's Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One. Okay. He yeah. could be yeah. he, he could do whatever. He's been riding horses. He's been in that Marvel movies. He's been everywhere. He's been Save a all, horse. Ride he a been cowboy. everywhere. Also hey. Luther. He been fighting. He been <laughs> yes. beat up. He was daddy's oh, father. Daddy's little girls. He done done it all and he yeah. looked good doing it all too. And he got that same drip, that same charisma. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when he talks his regular talk, that's it. That he, he Luther. Got, he got, Luther was <laughs> 65 years old in Luther. No, I'm yeah, saying. He was but still cool in Luther. He was still cool in Luther. He didn't even. He looked. He still was the man in Luther. He did look like he had aged. I'm, and he's supposed to. But guess what? He still looked age good. Is great. He, he, he brushed his mind. hair backwards and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, they did. Role. They made him look kind of like shabby for a reason. <laughs> for so, real. but I think Idris is another one who could. He was supposed to be the James Bond, but I heard he turned it down. So exactly. I mean, just wow, the fact yeah. that he was too cool for that. Too cool for that. He should have did it. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> so that fact that he could have been a Bond. I, I mean, yeah, come on. Now. All of that to say, that's our final for Tap In. Cuzzo is about to talk to us about our own experiences in the final four Louisville versus UConn. It was crazy. killing it all right you have a new ep evolution that just dropped congratulations y'all can get it exclusively on auto mac let's get to some basketball man because i don't even know if people know this but we played against each other all the time back in the big east like back and forth and even so much so that our ncaa championship game our senior year was against each other a big east championship louisville versus uconn like what do you remember about your senior year and like that game and just like what do you remember um besides y'all kicking our butts yeah i mean (laughs) there's a whole season that happened you made it to the championship game we're talking about the final four so you made it to the championship game yeah i remember just um being able to defy the odds because you know going to louisville wasn't a team that was on the map during that time obviously now they are but during that time that wasn't a team that had never been they had never been past the first round of the tournament when I signed there so to be that far was obviously just one of the best things that happened in the university and then to get to the national championship game that was just awesome and to beat people that nobody expected us to beat we weren't supposed to beat Oklahoma LSU Maryland with Marissa Coleman so I mean, that was just, it was just great memories, great memories to be a part of that. Now, you said Oklahoma. I think that was the group where it was the Paris Twins, Danielle Robinson, LSU. I forget who was on the squad for LSU that year. Uh, Alyssa Hightower was during that time. Uh, oh, Allison Hightower. Allison Hightower, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, you said Marilyn Christy Tolliver. Yes. Uh, Marissa Coleman, Crystal Langhorn had gone by that point because she's a year older than us. But I'm talking about these names that y'all are hearing. These are names that people like Danielle Robinson plays on Atlanta right now. So these are names of players that are like were stars in the game. You're talking about Louisville team that nobody knew anybody's name. We didn't have any stars. We just really, really worked hard and tried to outwork people. And it really worked for us. But now the rest is history that Louisville's now, you wouldn't think that during that time, but they're just on the map now. You know, they're up there with the Yukons and the Tennessees and 
in South Carolina now. So that's really cool to see that the legacy has lived on. Definitely. I mean, talk about it. Your team had a great run, Van Lith, the whole squad. Like, I mean, you're right, though. To your point, Louisville wasn't necessarily the Louisville people know now. You said your team didn't have no stars. Angel, we're going to get to it, but you were the number one pick in the draft, girl, in my draft. So they did have a star, a superstar, or like you were a mega star then. But, you know, your squad is still kicking. Like, talk about their run. Man, they, they had a great run, you know, because um, they struggled a little bit this season. But to make the lead eight was really, really cool. I just felt like um, it's Caitlin Clark's time. You can just tell it's her time and her, it's her moment to be there. And she's played so well and she deserves it to be there. Obviously, uh, you know, it's going to be tough against South Carolina, but at least, you know, she gets to, to experience the Final Four uh, no matter what happens in the next round. Facts. And so we're talking March Madness, but we're WNBA players, and I don't know if people understand how quick of a turnaround draft day was. So you played in the championship game too, so you can, like, literally know what I'm talking about when you play in the championship game, then you're signing with agents, you're picking, like, what you're going to wear to the draft – what was that time like for you? Did you know you were going to be the number one pick? Like, was it kind of like the people? Yeah, you know what? That's the craziest, most funnest time of your life. And I, I did get the call before that, yeah, Atlanta's probably going to pick you number one. But people don't know during the draft, each team gets two minutes. So if your two minutes go out, the next team gets to come up. So when I'm waiting to hear, the time is dwindling, time is dwindling. And two minutes is almost up. I'm like, did they change their mind? I'm nervous. I'm like, what in the world is going on? Then finally, in like the last 30 seconds, they wound up getting the call through. So I asked them, what what happened? Y'all? I said, I was nervous. They were like, we couldn't get through the call. The, the line kept being busy. They kept trying to call through. I was like, y'all about to lose that spot to Washington. <laughs> what? But I did get um a little bit of the heads up from coach that they were probably going to pick me number one, which is really cool. First of all, that's wild that if the line is busy, I'm going to need y'all to open up the line, the prayer lines. <laughs> what was you we You were there with me then for that rookie orientation Do you remember that? Like, I'm going to just be honest. So I'm going to tell you guys, it was hard to stay awake because y'all got to remember, we, like UConn, we had just had the championship parade. We're celebrating. Then I'm getting in a car going to New York and we have the the presentations going on. It was a long day. Do you remember anything about that time? I think it was just really kind of exhausting, but you go off that adrenaline because you're excited at the same time that everything's going on, but it's just so much you got to do is so much because you're going from one season to the next right away. There is no break in between. So it's definitely uh, facts. (laughs) That's facts. And so just real quick, I think that a lot of people are projecting Aaliyah Boston as the number one pick of the draft. Would you agree that that's probably going to be, would that be your number one pick? I would say that would be my number one pick. If I'm a GM of Indiana, I'm going to definitely go with Boston. She's obviously a household name. She's marketable. She plays hard. She's a, a player that can help a franchise. So I would definitely go with Boston. Boom. And speaking of that, players like, I think Boston had made it to camp at a certain point. You went to USA basketball camp. It was held in Minnesota recently. You let everyone know that you're healthy, that you're back. What were the vibes like? What did it feel like to be back on the court? How's your body feeling? Like all of it. Well, I remember during that time, that was uh, last year or something like that, um, and I remember telling Boston, so how do you feel? She said, you know, I'm a, I'm a little gassed. She's like, this this pace is a little different, very fast than what I'm used to. I said, all you got to do is keep going and you just get used to it. I said, get used to it now. So then when you come to the league, you will know what it's about. So this is good that you're here now. So that was good. And then this last training camp really, really played well. I really um, showed that my, my, my knees are healthy. I was athletic, quick. I looked really, really good. So I am waiting for that call. Somebody call me now. I'm here. <laughs> Got it. I'm, I'm energetic. I'm like I'm 25 again, so I'm waiting. 
Um, and I'm excited to get back in that court. It's been a while, so I'm, I'm really, really excited to just get in the hardwood, sweat, feel the fans, help a team, and, and just bring that veteran leader a team might need. Last thing, final four predictions. On the men's side, who you got? We have San Diego State is going against Florida Atlantic University. And then on the other side of the bracket, UConn's going against Miami. Who you got in the championship? Who you got winning? I have San Diego State versus, I'm sorry, Renee, I'm going to go with Miami. <laughs> well, I'm glad UConn is back because I know they had a long journey getting back from them Calhoun days. You know what I'm saying? Because so, during our era, they was always there. Like, during our era, we played. Yeah, they was legit. You know, they had a little bit of a little break getting coaches together. But, um, you know, I'm glad they're back. But I, I hope they prove me wrong. I, I do have Miami, though. On the women's side, I'm going to go with South Carolina. Yeah. And LSU and who? Just so y'all know, we're recording this on Monday, and the games haven't happened yet for the other side. But it's Maryland playing against South Carolina. So you got South Carolina winning that game. And then Virginia Tech versus Ohio State. Ooh. I'm going to do um, Virginia Tech. LSU and Iowa. I'm going to go with LSU. Oh, so you got the, uh, what do they call her? The Bayou Barbie, uh, Angel Reese, who just recently set a record for the SEC in double doubles. Come on now. Angel Reese is from Baltimore like me. She went to my high school like me. That's my little baby. What? All right. So first of all, then you are the perfect person to ask because a lot of people, she said that, you know, she's from Baltimore. This is what we do. We talk trash. A lot of people had, you know, were making comments about how she played the game and how she talked trash during the game. But you're from the same place she is. So talk to us. Like, what's that? But this is the thing, Renee. During my era, our era, uh -huh. that wasn't common. So you get labeled as, oh, she's uncoachable. She got a bad attitude. No, this is how we play. Yeah, we from Baltimore. We talk trash. That's how we grew up. We play. We play passionate. We give it all. We don't care. And that's how she plays. But in her era, she gets to enjoy it a little better than in our era. I'm glad of that, though. And, hey, it goes viral. It goes viral now, playing like that. You know, so I'm just glad we're at a point where women's basketball doesn't have to be like, oh, she's not too much. She can't be like that because the men do it. Let the girls play like that, too. Big lit, man. I'm going to leave it on that, man. Listen, the EP Evolution is out right now on Audio Mac. Cuzzo, man, you're killing it. Like, I mean, I know that you said you still got some left in the tank, so I know you still have that. But on the other side of things, too, that future is bright. So I'm happy, Cuzzo. I'm happy for you, man. Thank you for joining me here. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate y'all. Whenever you're at the beginning of something, like the beginning of the Final Four, Everybody has a clean slate. It doesn't matter what Florida Atlantic did during their season this year. It doesn't matter what UConn has done during their season this year, South Carolina. It just doesn't matter what you've done until this point. That's kind of what the whole tournament is about. Your seeding doesn't require you to get all the way to the Final Four. We know that because no number one seed has made it in the men's Final Four this year. So I just want to say, may the odds be ever in your favor. Take advantage of it if you're in it because getting back to it is not as easy as it seems. It's the final four, baby. I'ma be there in Houston turning up. And as always, you guys know, it's a generational thing here at MoCo.